Yeah, I mean, it's playing and then talking, and then Brent usually has... Uh, Brent's good at conversation because he doesn't like to play. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so don't worry about um, getting focused on the game for a little yeah. while. Yeah, Just, And I won't talk to Tyler or uh, Nick. Yeah, please. <laughs> exactly. Brent is the conversationalist, right. so you'll play with us, you talk to him. Right. Yeah. These are serious gamers. Leave them right. alone. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it work. Don't worry. Listen, okay. you feel free to shut Nick down whenever you want live Please. on the air. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, if I get really close well, to the camera, you know. Fucking well, tell, tell me if you want me <laughs> to shut Nick down because hey, everything like, goes through me. Hey, Brent, can you just shut Nick down really <laughs> yes, fucking hard no right problem. now? <laughs> Don't worry. I've practiced. <laughs> Welcome to the Reactivators podcast stream. Oh boy, we got a great show tonight. It's me, your host, Mr. AAA, the COD King, Nick Funko Stanza. I'm going all out. You're welcome. Uh, you know that voice. It's uh, my fearless co-host, Baby Tyler Schnupp. Hi, bud. Baby Tyler, how was games? <laughs> <laughs> games are good i'm the I, I we were just talking before we hopped on here i'm playing mortal kombat 11 uh because i was jealous you got it and i was also jealous that you didn't want to go to the movies with me uh to see the movie um i wanted to go but sam d took precedence i do apologize again mm -hmm. uh oh i gotta restart my switch thing sorry um uh our producer doesn't want to be introduced just yet now, Nick is echoey, but Tyler sounds great. The heck? Yeah, well, it's a little bit of revenge for the Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> oh, no. You good? Almost good. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You guys can hear me, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody can hear you. Yeah. Just fine. I'm I'm so embarrassed because our special guest tonight is a podcast producer, and I'm sure it's just cracking up at me here. Yeah, yeah. I really uh, famously have the most well-produced show. So <laughs> I love to laugh at anybody who is below my standards. <laughs> right. Thank you, Brent. Uh, well, let's get him in here because our stream producer, Brent Flyberg, is not ready to be introduced yet. <laughs> um, yeah, keep pointing attention uh, to it. <laughs> we have a very special guest today from the Chris Gethard Show and the George Lucas Talk Show. It's Patrick Kottner. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How about you? <laughs> we were doing snaps. Snaps. <laughs> oh, we're so good. How's games, Patrick? Games are good. You know, games are good. Um, I'm trying to think of what I... I just got the... I guess it was a couple months ago at this point, but time doesn't mean anything. The uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Um, oh. It's like the re-release of like Sunshine and 64 and Galaxy, I think. Um, so I've been playing Sunshine a lot lately. Um, I played 64 a little bit on there, and the controls were so hard 
and I was not having fun with it. And I was like, is this game really meant for children? Because I'm very bad at it. <laughs> That's how I feel about Sunshine. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, got some I mean, beefs with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not super far into it. Like, I, you know, I've got like 10 stars or whatever those things are. So I'm not like really far into it. Maybe I'll hit that point eventually. But Sure. Uh, um, yeah, we'll see. I got up to 40 and I rage quit. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um uh Nick. Yes. I think I think Brent's ready. Oh, here he is. It's our super stream producer Brent Flyberg. Yes, it's me, the Prince of Podmos, uh, Mr. D3, which is the new nickname that I gave myself just now. Uh, what to, is it? Because <laughs> I played Division 3 baseball in college and I don't want you guys to forget that I'm a jock. So Right. Okay. So he's Mr. Triple A. I'm Mr. D3. I don't know. Right. D3 oh. kind of sounds like a Star Wars thing. Triple <laughs> A D3 is a pretty good Star Wars name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh. I like it. That's your next K2SO. Uh-huh. <laughs> the sports uh, droid. Well, <laughs> um, on that note, we should talk about this a little bit because Patrick, you did used to produce the George Lucas talk show. I say used to because yeah. the show is on hiatus, but it, who knows the future? Yeah, I mean, listen, I think uh, I'm I'm fairly certain we will come back at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, we were all a little burnt out, and there was a lot going on in the world, and we needed to take a break. Uh, you know, health issues just brain getting back on track issues uh it's a for those of you who don't know about the show it's a it's a talk show where a comedian named connor ralliff uh hosts it as george lucas and a actor comedian griffin newman hosts it uh co-hosts it as Watto, uh who actually is in this game um yeah. which was a fun discovery today when i was playing it again <laughs> uh and we have just guests come on as themselves and uh interview them and the show would last at least four hours every week. So <laughs> yeah. it was truly an exhausting effort on everyone's end. Uh, you know, so we had to take a break. <laughs> we did over 330 hours in the last year. Yeah. And we were oh all losing goodness. our minds a little bit. <laughs> uh, totally yeah. understandable. Uh, yeah. That's that... about my animal crossing time, by the way. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, that wasn't for anyone but yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh that that's so crazy you guys really committed hard i just rewatched today the kevin smith episode uh yeah. which was a blast <laughs> that is a fun one he stays a while too he stays like two and a half hours yeah yeah he seems like he likes a long conversation mm. yeah shockingly <laughs> shockingly yeah. kevin smith will talk about star wars for a while <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, before we get too uh, much into the conversation, um, how do we play this online? Nick. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a way, but... Let me see. I see two I know, players. It, on the, I'm looking at the stream, and it looks like you're already playing. Are you not? I, I, I backed out. Oh, got it. I was kind of trying to experiment. Okay. Um, I have to have get y'all out played of this game? Sorry, go ahead. I have to get out of the tournament I was playing earlier, Bragg. Sorry, guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Looking it up. Have any of you played this game before? Not since Today. I was a young boy. And this was the 64 one, right? Yeah. 
and I never owned it, but I got to play it at somebody's house, and I was so freaking excited. <laughs> so, so annoying that the only like N sixty four like port really besides Mario sixty four is this one. It's frustrating, right? Yeah. It's it's crazy they don't do it more often. I was talking about this with my roommate, where I was it's like. I still have my goddamn PS2 in my closet just because I don't want to throw away my PS2 games. Like, yeah. just, just port all these over and make my life so much easier. Exactly. Or, or allow you to play old discs on there, you know? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, I don't know how to get online with this. I'm sorry. I, I think I think we may not be able to. I'm humiliated by that. And Patrick, I'll give you my Venmo uh, off the, the stream. I played it all day, so don't worry. I had Okay. Fun. Um, but I will, I will put something on. So I have something, uh, what are the controls? Is Patrick hard to hear for anyone else? Is that, can you guys not hear me? Is that, is that a chat question? That's a chat question. Wow. One B B B R. Um, I'm so sorry that you couldn't hear me. Is this, uh, let's see, let's make it work better. Hmm. Um, Thank you, chat, for helping us. Um, yes, thank you, chat. Sounds better now. Perfect. All right. Okay, great. Well, then let's do some chatting uh, while I put this on. Um, so uh, I'm just curious, Patrick, how'd you get synced up with the uh, George Lucas talk show? Yeah. Um, so I've been working on uh, this show called The Chris Gethard Show, which is no longer on the air, but was on for seven or eight years um, on New York Public Access, and then it went to cable uh, and was on True TV and Fusion and all that stuff. And I was also working on this show called Ask Cat at the UCB Theater in New York, which was an improv show. Yeah. And Connor uh, Ratliff, who plays George Lucas, was in both of those shows. He, you know, was working in front of the camera, behind the camera, you know, on the show, everything. Um, and I sort of just, like, I was going to the show, and then one day... Uh, I was like helping him out, you know, set up and stuff like that. And one day we were talking to someone in the, um, the bar area of the theater and Connor goes, Oh, this is Patrick, my producer. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you have to tell me those things. You can't just <laughs> say I'm a producer and not let me know that you assume I'm a producer. Um, and that was like seven years ago at this point. So we've been, we've been doing this for a while, six or seven years ago. Um, that rules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sort of just fell into it um, and, and have basically been there since the beginning. But um, it was it was just a theater stage show until the pandemic. And then obviously we swapped over to doing it on, uh, you know, on Twitch and everything um, and haven't looked back. How uh, often I, were you doing yeah. it when it was in person? It was a one hour once a month show. <laughs> and then, and then it became a weekly, at least four hours, usually longer show. Incredible. So, Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, and, and I was not on the show. And now on this iteration, I am a part, like an on-camera presence on the show. So it was a, it was a very big difference. A lot of the stuff changed. Um, but it was also, uh, you know, they got to know their characters a lot better because they were just improvising. It, it, our first show, I think, was 33 hours long uh straight excuse and they me were, they were on the entire time i slept for like two hours but they were on the entire time so they were in character for that long so like they you know hit the ground running with like okay we got to figure out the best way to make these characters uh uh sustainable 
for a long time. That is uh, wild. Yeah, it was just being was, awake for 33 hours, let alone yeah. in character. It was uh, dumb. It was very dumb. <laughs> it was it was the May the Fourth stream last year where we mm. uh, were raising money for the laid off UCB employees, and we watched every yes. Star Wars movie back to back. Okay. Um, including the Ewok movies, including the holiday special, including everything. Um, so it was a very, it was a very exhausting time, but then, you know, you're doing it for a long time. And you don't realize how many hours you've actually done it until someone goes, Oh, you guys have done more hours than the Simpsons have done. And that's the point when you're like, Oh no, what have we done? We need to take a break. Yeah. yeah. That rolls yeah. though. Yeah, that's cool. quite a that's quite a stat to pull out. It is, yeah, it is. And I I want people to, who are listening to know it may sound overwhelming, but I think if you go in and find a guest that you like, it's easy to sort of just like you can figure it out on the fly. I think for sure. Um, um, wait a minute. Tyler, <laughs> I've been playing Animal Crossing longer than The Simpsons. Not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. It's, it's hard to think about. It also makes you really think that those Simpsons guys are slackers, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. It's like they've been doing it for like 30 years, and here we've been for a year, and come on, guys. 30 yeah. minutes every week is not well, even like every week. They yeah. didn't grow up in the gig economy. They don't understand the True. hustle that we have to go through. True. John yeah. Swartzwelder, we don't care. Go hide. <laughs> come go back hide every... Go back to Montana, my yeah, man. Every we'll 15 years, you yeah. do one interview, and everyone's yeah, like, oh. Yeah. Good Pathetic. topical reference. Right. Thank you. I haven't read it yet, but I am <laughs> referencing it. <laughs> it's great. It's on my list. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Alex B C D E F in the yeah. chat. I got a good job, Annie. I'm imagining Watto saying it to me. Did you win? I won the first race. Now, uh, here's what, here's yeah, what I want to say about this game. Because I was playing it earlier. I realized this morning, I was like, oh, no, I haven't played this game in 20 you know, two years or whatever it's been since this came out. I started playing as Gascano, who's a guy, he's got a bunch of arms. I was like, oh, yeah. that'll make it easier for me. You know, we can grab onto more things, whatever. It, I came in like sixth. And then I played with Anakin, and I came in first every single time. Okay. Okay. I think, oh. think you've got to make this a little bit harder and change your character. Yeah. Should I Should I back out and change right now? Should. Do it. I'll do won't. it. Now, I'll do my it. friend posited the theory that if you choose Mario in Mario Party, you are more likely to win. Discuss. Oh, wow. Discuss. Do you I think mean, that's I, true? I never pick him, so yeah. I guess See, I can't yeah. say. I don't even, yeah, I don't pick him in anything. Uh, that's, that's a, it's a real wild move, so, um, I don't know. I imagine if you're a game developer, you don't want to see Anakin Skywalker lose. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. It's much easier to make Ben Quadraneros come in sixth place than it is to make <laughs> Skywalker come in sixth place. Yeah. Now I did go with Gascano, um, okay, just because I'm I'm curious to test your theory. We'll see. Yeah, if yeah, yeah. Hot sixth right now. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I did want to ask uh, Patrick. You usually spend your time on podcasts with Star Wars characters. Is it making you uncomfortable to hear these real humans? Yeah, a little bit. 
a little yeah, bit. Okay. It is bizarre uh, uh, when I do do video calls or podcasts or something with like people, and I don't have to have that second layer of oh, this is not Griffin I'm talking to. This is a Toydarian slave <laughs> owner from Tatooine. Yeah, like, he does not have the memories that Griffin has. He, he, owns, he owns and bets on people. Well, my uh, my roommate is Kylo Ren. I don't know if you want sure. me to bring him out here. Oh, that's good. No, I don't. He scares me. He's too scary for me. Oh, really? Okay. No. Yeah. Well, if anybody wants him to come out, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I always liked this guy's cart or <laughs> pod racer. Cart. Wait, is pod What's racer this? the name of the the thing and the name of the race? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Gunny. Uh, nice to see you. Uh, this guy, some of these guys, yeah, look, he's like, like harder to handle yes, than Anakin. I'm bumping around. I think the bigger engine you get, the harder it is to handle. Okay. That's I my theory. I gotta give it up for this game. They did not update the graphics, yeah. but it looks not bad. great. Yeah. 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 I was just thinking that. Ooh. Uh,. Now, so, are you on this track by yourself? Is it? Why don't I see anyone near you? Okay, there he is. Never mind. Yeah, there was a guy. I I lapped him. Um, that's one of the you... issues that I have with this game. Actually, this is something I was talking to my roommate about because I was like, it's weird. You don't hear like other people talking. Like you don't hear. I wish they had like because Greg Proops is in this game from Whose Line Is yeah. It Anyway? Because mm. he plays one of the pod, pod race announcers in Phantom Menace. So he comes in at the beginning of the races and the ending to be like, you know, uh, the winner, Anakin Skywalker. Like, that's all he does. <laughs> but I want to hear him be like, here comes Saboba, you know, and they don't mm -hmm. have that in this game. And you feel very lonely because when you get off on a tear and you're in first place, you don't hear anybody chattering around you because there's no one around you. Wow. That is truly sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. It is sad. It's <laughs> yeah. really sad. Good for um, Greg Proops getting that Star Wars money. I, mm -hmm. I forgot he was in that. He's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is he a voice he of, a, of an alien or is oh, it him? Oh, no. Like, do you see Greg Proops or is he a voice of a of an alien or a puppet? <laughs> uh, Brent, you're cutting out a bit, oh, but it, yeah. he is the voice of an alien. And my understanding, I'm sure Patrick knows this yeah uh somebody in the chat saying he's one of the casters he's the one half of a two-headed alien he was originally hired on with another comedian to do the voices together but the other guy's voice got dubbed over with an alien language so it's kind of just greg proops talking okay. to himself they also uh greg was on lucas and told this insane story about lucas being george's talk show not i just talking in shorthand that fits in my brain uh, uh, when they got hired, they were like, we're going to CGI your body so that you're a two-headed creature. But your faces are going to be made up in prosthetics, and we'll just plop your heads on this CGI body. And they're like, that's so cool. You get My face is going to be in a Star Wars. That's awesome. They show up. They go through like the four hours of makeup every day, go through it all. They have blue screen suits on except for their heads that are made up in character. And then they record everything. It gets close to the movie coming out. They go see the movie and they find out that they CGI'd their face too. So they did all. <laughs> yeah, it's not him at all. Yeah. yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. Just to sit in that makeup chair for, I'm sure, hours, hours. and then for nothing. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, I mean, not for nothing. He, I'm sure he got paid pretty well, so. Mm-hmm. I just exploded. I think he did fine. <laughs> you can fully explode your I, pod racer? Apparently. Um, they should bring that character back. What's his name, Patrick? Do you know the, the yeah. alien? Yeah, I know his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his, uh, uh, well, they're Fode and Bead. I think Proops okay. is Fode. I want to say. Uh, Fode and Bead both should return for the Mandalorian. Would be great. Redemption. Yeah. Fode and Bead redemption. <laughs> yeah, please. The little yeah. fixer droids are in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The lackeys of uh, <laughs> now, the, the hair. The hair you guys lady. Play Star Wars games growing up. What is your what oh, is yeah. your relationship to Star Wars games? Um, my one of my favorite game franchises is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. I love those games. Uh, if I got the opportunity to pitch one of these shows or something, that would be my pick because it's so good. Completely unrelated to everything else, takes place in the past, and the it's got a twist that's on the level of Darth Vader's reveal, but nobody knows about it, I feel like. Now, have you heard heard the rumors? That there may be a three? Well, I haven't heard that there, I don't think it's a three, I think it's a- Okay. I think it's a remake of one and two into one game. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I hadn't heard that. I'm excited. Um, The second game I love, despite the fact that it was famously broken when it was released, it was pushed for a 2004 Christmas release and wasn't done yet. (laughs) And uh, LucasArts put it out and it's just incomplete. And people have gone for the past uh, 15 years now, they've been trying to kind of reconstruct the game using all this dialogue that wasn't in it and put together cutscenes. It's really cool. But uh, it is a bummer that such a great piece of storytelling came out yeah. so unfinished. <laughs> what was the experience of playing it like if it was broken? It was mostly doable. It was more like there would be kind of set up for stuff that wasn't eventually paid off. A lot of the end game got cut. Character interactions. There's a two characters who feature prominently on the poster end up being barely in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a whole planet, a robot world that's just not in it. Uh, but yeah, that's those are my favorite. And I also played, I, I played all the games. I re- really loved the first two Battlefronts. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the old, it must have been an N64 game. I get the two protagonists confused. There was Kyle Katarn, I think, and another <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Kyle Katarn, I'm pretty <laughs> was, sure, was just a guy yeah. you went to middle school with. <laughs> Yeah, he was on the soccer team. How could you in, uh, what is it, Shadows of the Empire? Right? That's the N64 one, I think. Okay, which one has a train sequence? I think that's Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. Okay, so that's the one I played then. Kyle Katarn. Uh, I'll, t- I'll yeah. tell you. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to tell you about Kyle Katarn now. <laughs> uh, Shadows of the Empire was a book. It was a book that they put out. It was like this first like multimedia thing that they wanted to put out. So it was a book, a video game, a soundtrack, action figures, a comic book, like all of these things that like sort of told this one complete story. But it was between Empire and Jedi is when it was set. 
and they were like, we don't have Han Solo. There's no Han Solo. He's in freaking Carbonite. Yeah. So we have to come up with this new character. So Kyle Katarn is like diet Han Solo. Uh. He like wears the vest. <laughs> he's got the scruff, but he's not Han Solo. Okay. Uh, people, people love him. People love him. He could have been the protagonist of Solo, as far as I'm concerned. Um, wow, Nick, going in on yeah. Solo. Look Sorry. out, world. Wow. Sorry. Wow. You better release be... the Lord and Miller cut. Right. <laughs> there you go. Um, I I am like, I'm full disclosure, not the biggest Star Wars fan. Oh, here we go. Okay, <laughs> but I but the stuff I do like is generally stuff that is not tied in with the the main. Se- so I liked Rogue One. I thought that was fun, mm-hmm. and I like. I like the Mandalorian and stuff like that. As far as like fun watching is them. an odd word choice for that one, but I, I get what you're saying. But what the, it, one, uh, the, the one, one you know, the one where yeah, yeah. The one dies. That one's a lot of fun. <laughs> and I did like it. I thought yeah, it was I did nice. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I I, I liked the uh, the bounty hunter game. I played that a lot because oh, that yeah. was one of the few PS2 games I had for a while because I was not allowed to re up until you know. <laughs> christmas or whatever it was mm-hmm. um so i played that forever i think that game is really cool you get to fly around uh as Django fett and i also really liked the episode three game which was pretty fun um yep. lightsaber stuff very fun to do but um is it a ps2 game yeah and you could be you could be like mace windu was that one of the characters what up? bounty hunter no, maybe I don't know. I just vaguely Fights. remember playing one Mace where you were Windu. running around, and you, yeah, it was fun. Well, you could be Mace Windu. There was one I remember this game. Uh, I think it was like just called like Clone Wars or something. Mm-hmm. It was uh, he was like fighting in the the battle droid arena from Episode Two. I think it was on GameCube. Okay, okay. my friend had it. I also remember in Bounty Hunter. The one thing I remember from Bounty Hunter, I remember the first level is called Dead or Alive Miko. I don't know why I remember that. But my that is true. Had, it's true. My yeah. friend had it, and we used to play it all the time. And I remember whenever you killed someone, no matter how you killed them, you burned them, you tied them up, you did whatever, they would look at their hand, and then they would fall over and die. That's I right. don't know why that's... you did it, but it's just like one of those things that's just stuck in my head for like years at this point. It's just um, everyone has a dramatic death. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. That's great. Um, yeah. yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um. Uh, Brent. Uh, What's up? You big, you, you big friggin' jock. What, I did play. I you... did play Knights of the Old Republic, but this really? is another one of this is another Mega Man Nine situation for me. Uh, Patrick, to catch you up, I never beat. I had Mega Man Nine in like 2007, and I never beat yeah. it, and it haunted me for like you know 10 years. Sure. And then during quarantine, I beat it, and I uh, I self actualized, and my life got better in every <laughs> yeah. possible way. Um. <laughs> But Knights of the Old Republic was maybe, honestly, maybe the most hours I've ever put into a game. And I got stuck at one point. And then one night I was playing and, you know, I was in my parents' house with a regular, with, the you know, an Xbox. And you had to, I remember that you had to explicitly save, like you had to make the choice to save. And I finally like kind of broke through whatever I had been stuck on. And then I played for another like two hours and then the power went out at my house. Like there was a windstorm or something and the power went out and the plate and the Xbox turned off. And I remember thinking like, 
oh, I didn't save, and I just never picked it up again. It was wow. truly like having the power go out in the middle of it. It was like I was I was awoken from a trance all of a sudden, and I was like, I'm done. I'm walking away, and I never came back to it. Um, but I would like to go back and beat it because then someone told me about the ending, and I was like, man, I fucked up. That sounds cool. I wish I had done that. That's traumatizing. I get it. Yeah. I I went back and I was trying to play the second one during this because uh, I played it like one. I played the first one a bunch. Yeah. And then the second one I bought like way later once it was cheap. Uh, and I didn't really remember it. And I got stuck in a spot and I haven't picked it up. Like I was like <laughs> so hardcore in like March and April 2020. I was like, yeah, I'm going to beat this game. This game's so much fun. I'm having so much. And then I just got like stuck on a ship and I don't know where to go. And now yeah. I'm like, I haven't touched it. Yeah. Whose ship is it? A great question again <laughs> haven't touched it in 10 months right. so i couldn't tell you <laughs> my like roommate is playing I'm, like, I'm probably like 75 percent done with the game oh, that's tough <laughs> i'm like eh, yeah. it's not worth it my roommate has been playing mass effect i don't know which one the most recent one i think the one he says that everyone says is not good um which he just which when i was watching and played i was like oh this looks like knights of the old republic um, and he keeps getting stuck where he'll have the same thing where he's like, I need to go talk to this guy, but I just, I don't know where he is. Uh, the same company, Bioware, yeah. is involved in mm, this. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, but um, Bioware did not do two. Obsidian did. Did we all, were we all battle, Battlefield? Battlefield. Uh, is that the arcade front? one? God, I'm going to get so roasted in the chat right now. <laughs> Battlefield? Uh, I don't like There's Star Wars. There is a game called Battlefield. Yes, that's true. So if he gets another one wrong, we're going to kick him off the show. <laughs> yeah. The actual podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, I, can I can come back next week. So. <laughs> okay, okay. Perfect. Thank you. All right, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, you've got five hours, at least five hours a week freed up. <laughs> yeah. guys i'm going crazy please, please. <laughs> yeah i was worried you were totally burnt out on star wars but it seems like you're still somewhat interested in talking about it well, i'm just used to it at this point so it's like <laughs> it's all i was talking about so we might as well just continue it you know right. <laughs> you have a lot of knowledge to pull from it sounds yeah. like yeah, yeah. i gotta talk about gascano <laughs> what's gascano's backstory I don't know. He's got a bunch of arms. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need. Um, yes, I, I played a lot of Battlefront as a kid, though. I loved Battlefront. Me too. Okay. Yeah. Battlefront was fun. Now I'm now I'm thinking: Do we change the subject just in case this becomes a thing and Nick and Patrick really hit it off? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I do have a question about something else. Uh, two things, kind of. Um, I would really like to know about your experience with. Chris Gethard and the Chris Gethard show. Um, but I'm also yeah, sure. interested in Planet Scum Live. You do yeah. something with that too, right? Yeah. So um, well, do you mean the show or do you mean the network? Um, both, but especially the network because okay. I'm new to that world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Planet Scum, I mean, let's start with Chris Gethard show because Planet Scum is related to this. Uh, Chris Gethard show. It was uh, it was a show that started at UCB before I was living in New York. Um, I started going to ASCAT every week. I would see Chris Gethard, and I heard that he had a public access show. So I was like, I should start going to this. This seems fun. I like this guy. 
started going a few weeks in i was like i'm already coming to this show every week there's not there's like 10 people in the audience every week i should just ask to work on it because i'm having a good time i need to i'm in college i like needed to like do stuff and like get out and like get my name out there and stuff um so i asked they said yes do whatever you want like we need all the help we can get (laughs) um so i worked on it for the almost the whole public access run i missed the first like 10 episodes or something but we did like 140 or something like that um yeah patrick commits he goes all the way (laughs) so i go so hard guys uh that was and that was just on public access so i was the cameraman i like ran the emails ran the audience stuff there was the picked up phones like wrapped cables just like anything i could do uh i wasn't necessarily good at it but it was what i was doing um just because they needed it and uh, what then, do we call those brent we, we we actually just worked on a short this week and we found oh, they're out called stingers called. they're called stingers they're when called they're stingers. electric cables <laughs> and uh i learned that i did not know how to appropriately wrap a stinger yeah i can vouch he sucked (laughs) (laughs) i did not go to school for film production but almost everyone else on that show did go to nyu you know to like make their film so everyone knew how to do it except for me and i'm like i'll do i'll answer the phones i'll do emails whatever (laughs) whatever i can do to not have to do this um so i worked on that for a long time and went to cable uh eventually uh i was like a production coordinator and then i became the talent booker and talent producer so I booked all the guests for cable um, beyond the first season um, and then just kind of worked on it through the end. Uh, all in all, it was like seven or eight years we worked on it. Got wow. a crazy amount of uh, insane people who should never have done a show that almost zero people watched. Um, <laughs> but it was it was very fun. Had a good time. And then, you know, it wrapped up. Uh, we all thought we went on moving on to our next things in lives. You know, we went to do our own stuff and then... Uh, when the pandemic happened, Gethard had been working on another show on public access where he would like spotlight different comedians every week and would give them their own hour to just like do whatever they wanted for, you know, they could do a talk show, they could do a call-in show, they could do a, 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 a fully scripted, you know, whatever thing. Um, and obviously when the pandemic happened, uh, they needed to refigure that out. So he started a Twitch channel uh, called PlanetScum.Live and he made it into its own like little comedy network. Like there were... There's basically shows almost every night of the week. Um, a couple of people are taking a little bit of a break just because they got burned out. But uh, pretty much every night of the week, you can tune in, see a different comedian. Um, you know, there's there's game shows, there's uh, 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 talk shows, there's, uh, you know, uh, painting shows. People will come on and, like, have guests come paint with them. Like, truly, whatever you want, you can tune in and find something. And there's a lot of good stuff. Um, but that's where the George Lucas Talk Show is now. It's on Planet Scum. Um and it's a it's a great it's a great place they've got a good good little audience on there and uh it's it's fun to you know have a platform where other people are running the overall big parts of it and you can just concentrate on your show instead of having to you know do everything for it that's super cool yeah Yeah. i love the spirit of it yeah i'm also on the reason i asked are you talking about the show or the network on wednesdays is gethard's show uh, the show he hosts with Christy Cello and Will Hines and a couple other people come on. Um, and, shout out Will uh, Hines, past guest. <laughs> yeah, he was a guest. Shout out Will Hines, good guy. Um, good guy. And people have to call in and guess what is in boxes. So like, uh, I I had a group 
waffle maker that I just had lying around my house. And I was like, I don't need this anymore. I'm going to put it in a box and people have to call in and guess what it is. And when they guess it, you know, we send it to them and they can also win. I think up to this point, it's like almost $4,000 if you guess <gasps> everything that are in the box. Wow. Uh, it's truly unhinged. But there's also like, there's a bunch of rules and like you have to guess 18 things. And like, you know, there's a whole, it's a whole thing at this point. Um, but I'm also on that weekly. That is why I wanted some clarification, you know? Yeah. yeah. Nick, uh, be clear next time. Thank you. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Patrick, I'm really sorry. <laughs> hey, Tyler, if you need me next week, I'm around. Just okay, case. now this I like. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to start hosting my show without me. Uh, well, in fairness, you'd do a better job. <laughs> Patrick, Uh-oh. you mentioned you were were you did you say you were the booker for the 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 Chris Gethard public access show? Yeah, uh, not the public access. I was booker for cable. For the cable one was that? So can I ask about the? Uh, I don't want to ruin it if these fellows haven't seen it, but the Paul Giamatti. Yeah, you, you can. Ask. Did you want to hear about book, that? I'm yeah. so sorry. Uh, we just got a note. Hey, the audio for everyone else is pretty low, so I can't understand everything. We should let me check anything. Oh, no. should probably fix that first. <laughs> Okay. Um, do you want to take a Do you want to take a break on the stream? Um, well, I kind of need uh, Brent to listen to it. Sure. All Let right. Me see. Maybe if I turn the talking? game on. I could talk about something else. <laughs> we can all just. <laughs> what are you guys? What's your favorite movie, Tyler? My favorite movie. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of movies. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> favorite TV show. <laughs> it's. I don't know. Uh, I I'm trying to. Uh, uh, I'm trying to even th- I somebody because I've been seeing some people in person lately and I realized yeah. I have I've like met a couple new people and I, I people ask me these very seemingly very easy questions and I and I really don't yeah. know because um, yeah. what did I watch the last movie I watched I guess was Mortal Kombat you know um, sure. Uh, did you watch that? Movie, that's your favorite movie. <laughs> that's my favorite, favorite movie. movie yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I like the guy with the hat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kung Lao. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> well, that's an yeah. odd racist uh, joke thrown his way about just his know nothing name. about it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Is there? Yeah, well. Okay. Uh, I don't remember that. I don't even remember that in my favorite movie. <laughs> it's Kano. <laughs> He's not PC. <laughs> Uh, I'm not getting anything on the stream now if that sound is better. I think I turned the game down. I hope I didn't turn us all down. And again, Patrick, oh, I am man. so sorry. I am... I am Guys, just, don't worry about it. I'm so don't embarrassed. Stress. And I switched don't to a pod stress. racer. I finally found one that I'm doing bad with. I just keep running who are you? Everything. Who are you now? Do you remember who you're playing Team Toe? Team Toe? Oh, Team Toe Pagalies. Team yeah. Toe Pagalies. Good guy. Okay. Yeah, he's all a right. good guy. I think, I think he's a Sopranos character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, it's like uh... he's uh he's got he's got like you guys should Google if you guys are listening to this or watching this Google what Team Topagalis looks like because he's a good guy. Okay. Uh, he's got a big big ass mouth, a lot of teeth, some goggles. He looks fun. Um. Uh. Team? So hopefully the let's see if the audio is fixed. Have you guys seen the episode that Brent is talking about? Because I don't want to spoil it if 
Okay. I I definitely have. Yeah, please okay. go, well, go for it. If you guys are just listening to this, uh, maybe skip ahead a few minutes or go watch the episode called One Man's Trash on YouTube. It's a great uh, it's a great episode. And I would say that even if I didn't work on it, but um, mm. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, yeah, I mean, Brent, what do you want to know? I'll spill all the goss. I don't care. Okay. We'll um, <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, checking. I Yeah, I guess I'm just curious to know, like, as the booker, did you explicitly say to Paul Giamatti, hey, we need someone to get in a dumpster? Is that something you'd be willing yeah. to do? Yeah. So basically how that one worked was um, Gethard had met Giamatti. Uh, they did an episode of Inside Amy Schumer together. Um, it was the 12 Angry Men episode where they both played jurors. So they were just stuck in a room together for hours and hours. And I guess Gethard explained to him what the show was that uh, he was working on. And at that point, we were on public access. Giamatti was like instantly into it. He like came to the public access show and watched uh, at least once, maybe twice. Um, and we were sort of just like trying to figure out a way to get him on the cable version of the show. Um, and uh, we, we didn't necessarily just want to have him on as a guest. We wanted to like figure out something creative because that was what that whole show was, was just like figuring out weird things to do with people uh, that they wouldn't necessarily do on a regular talk show. Um, so for this episode specifically, we uh, I booked Paul Shearer and Jason Manzukas, who were, uh, you know, old friends of gethards and a bunch of people on the show from ucb back in you know the early 2000s and we did not tell them uh that giamatti was involved we said we're gonna do an episode where we just have a box on stage and you're gonna have to guess what is in the box which is basically what gethard is doing on his twitch channel right now (laughs) Um, yeah had you done a what's in the box uh on the show before this was this the premiere of what's in the box that's a great question i feel like we we, <laughs> it seems crazy you would start show. with Giamatti. <laughs> yeah, it, it can only it can only go down from there. We did a show. That, I feel like we might have done it twice, but the one specifically that I remember was called "What's in Hot Dog's Mouth," and we had a guy on the show <laughs> whose nickname was Hot Dog, and it was literally just like, "All right, call in and tell us what you think's in Hot Dog's mouth," and it would be like someone would be like. Uh, a Hot Wheels car, and then he would pull it out of his mouth and be like, "Yeah, it's a Hot Wheels car. That's crazy." <laughs> Um, so that was, that was, I think the first time that we did something like that, obviously not on the same level as, uh, uh, Giamatti, you know? Um, but yeah, we did it. It was like two hours long. They built a dumpster that was not a real dumpster on the show (laughs) made of of wood. Uh, we had an art guys make it and, um, it was very comfortable inside. He had like a, I think it was like a beanbag chair and like a plant (laughs) and a light. Uh, and it was. I think we put Gethard's book in there and maybe magazine or something like that. Um, but there's a version of the show on YouTube where you can just watch the camera from inside the dumpster. So That's so funny. Giamatti does for like an hour and a half. That is so uh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. He emailed, he emailed me after it was done. And he, he said, my friend kept calling me. And I had to text her and say, leave me alone. I'm in a fucking dumpster right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. But he was so down and he was like so excited to be there and so happy to be a part of it. And I, I have uh, heard that it is something that a lot of people come up to him about now. Like if I believe he runs it. People, yeah. They're like, oh, the dumpster thing is crazy. And it's like <laughs> Jason and Paul always end up talking about it because it's just 
the goal of that show, at least my goal of that show, was to make sure that the guests uh, had a night that they remembered. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you go on Fallon or you go on Colbert, you go on Seth. It's fun. I'm sure you're having a good time talking about whatever you want to talk about. But, you know, you're not uh, John Hamm getting in a sumo suit and wrestling WWF wrestlers. You know, <laughs> like that's something you're going to remember until you die, I assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus going to talk about how, oh my gosh, I was on a wacky ski vacation last weekend. Like that, you know, it's just, it's all ethereal. And uh, uh, that was always the goal on that show was to make it fun and memorable for the people involved. Yeah, yeah it seems like you did a good job on that one for sure. That was, yeah. I mean, that was the hope. That was the hope. I think we did. I think we did good. And it's just all on curious. HBO Max now, which is uh, exciting because more people oh, Wow, hot tip. Yeah, the true TV stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to watch it all. Uh, I'm just curious, as someone who sort of came up at UCB, it sounds like. I know you mentioned to me earlier that you don't, you're not an improviser, but yeah. you're a big fan. Yeah. You've been a part of it. Um, yeah. uh, so we'll count you as one of the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't like, worry. We're not going to yeah. ostracize you for not being an improviser. Oh, right. Thank you. None of us ever made a team or anything, but, <laughs> but we guys, came you know up. What? Hey, Abby and Alana, they never made a team. Before, so <laughs> yeah. Okay. Something. So they, they say that in New York too. <laughs> 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 um, but that's what I was going to ask you about. Have you been to UCBLA before? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the last places I was before the world shut down was the end of January. I was uh, uh, shooting interviews in sunset for a documentary. <gasps> wow. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I think you was... shot my friend, actually. Did I? Who's your friend? You might have. I, depends on what the documentary. Uh, 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 what did you ask? I'm sorry. Who's your friend? Well, it was a documentary. It was a documentary about the George Lucas talk show. So it's a very specific thing. So I'm not sure. They weren't on it. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. I could have. Uh, There's still time. It, well, Tyler's my, friend is George Lucas, and from what I understand, this is an unauthorized, <laughs> so it seems unlikely. Yeah, yeah couldn't have been him, but um, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. No, I, I, I've been, you know, I've been to Franklin uh, a bunch and Sunset a few times. I worked on a um, a show uh, as part of my day job at Marvel. We did a show at um, Sunset in like September or October or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's too, you know good good spaces. I like Franklin more than I like Sunset, but uh, I don't think that's yeah. a controversial take. Um, uh, d- well, yeah. Nick loves it. <laughs> Wait, what? Love that. It's the big space in between the stage and the audience. That's your yeah. favorite part. The, oh. the 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 fact that it's perfect for all types of comedy to thrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love yeah. a high ceiling. Love. Yeah. Oh. Sure. For a comedy, Ooh, exceptional. I want the laughs to escape to the ceiling. Yeah. I spent most of my 2019 interning at Sunset, so I, uh, I'm i more familiar with that stage from a cleaning perspective than a performing <laughs> one. Yeah. I get that. Uh, I- I was supposed to. I was supposed to perform at Franklin the the day the um, the, the day the music the died. lockdown. The day the music <laughs> died. Yeah, that was like, yeah, it was it was for a cage match, I believe. So. Yeah, cage it was supposed match, to be our cage match. That's yeah, right. yeah. I was never. A, I was never an on stage guy. Really, I was always behind the scenes. You know, producing, booking, uh, kind of thing. On yeah. on stage, never really was my. 
It's not my jam. I got it out of my system in high school, and then I was like, I don't ever need to do this again. <laughs> God bless you. Yeah, truly. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I always felt good about it because I was like, people know I'm not like gunning for stage time, uh, you know, by like, oh, he's a producer, but he really wants to act. Like, it was not mm-hmm. one of those situations. Sure. Uh, which was nice. Which was nice. Um, I just have to say, I that was the worst I've done all night. <laughs> I, I got 10th place. Oh, wow. And wow. I, I blew up so many times. I kept crashing into asteroids. Yeah. I'd break one engine off and spin around. It was really cool. It was just like the yeah. movie. But it didn't wow. feel good. And Aldar Bido really let me down. Aaron O'Neinen in the chat says, this game looks so much like the game they play in season one, episode one of Reboot. Does anyone remember season one, episode one of Reboot? Reboot? <laughs> I remember Reboot, but I don't remember season one, episode one. Me neither. I'm going to look it up. Reboot, I believe, and and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, uh, Aaron, in the chat. I believe it was a Canadian animated kids show that was, like, syndicated. And it oh. looked, looked like it was, like, a proto N6, like, a very early 3D animated show. Did Gilbert Gottfried voice a bird in it? No, you're thinking of Aladdin? call me crazy but i think he had a voice role as another talking animal uh i don't see him on the cast list but that doesn't mean you're wrong you know it kind of sounds like i'm wrong (laughs) yeah i didn't want to say it tony jay i mean this here's maybe this is what you're thinking of tony jay who played frollo in the hunchback of notre dame was in it maybe that's okay Same family, <laughs> Disney yeah. animated classics. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't uh, worry. The yeah. entire first episode is on YouTube, so I I will report okay. back and let you know if I hear Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, go ahead and watch that, and then uh, we'll just occupy ourselves. Yeah, you guys don't need me, right? <laughs> um. So, uh, Patrick, do you have a favorite episode of uh, of reboot? Reboot, yeah. (laughs) No, um, how about uh, you know what? I'll I'll phrase it in a different way. You've worked on a ton of cool product projects. Um, I mean, day job at Marvel and uh, Star Wars podcast at night. You're truly living every nerd's dream. (laughs) Uh, What is your favorite thing you've ever worked on? I mean, it's tough to not say the dumpster. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard to not just make... It's the easiest answer, but it's also yeah. the right answer. Um, I mean, I, listen, I'm super... I've been very lucky, and I've got to work on a lot of cool stuff. Like, I, I interned at, like, SNL in college. And, like, Whoa. you know, uh, yeah, like, a lot of really fun... The President Show, uh, you know, Tamanek's, um oh, cool. Trump show on, on Comedy Central. I worked on that for a long time. And, and even, you know, ASCAT was great. Um Lucas, I'm I'm very proud of just because it was like, you know, it's our own thing. Like it was mm-hmm. not, you know, we didn't have to take notes from anybody and we didn't have to like, you know, there's no network really breathing down our neck on stuff. Um, and it was truly the best thing about ASCAT and Lucas was that I don't have any oversight as to who I book for guests. Um, okay. So it's truly like, who do, who do I want on the show? And that's yeah. who we get on the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, dumpster, dumpster episodes, the best thing I think, but then there's like, 
you know, Leah Thompson and Bobby Moynihan were on a Lucas last year. And then we had one uh, a few months ago, like right before we wrapped up for a little bit. That was Manzukas, Darcy Carden, Zach Cherry, and Rich Summer from uh, Mad Men and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, like, cool. and that was, you know, it was like the most pure distillation of the show. Yeah. Uh, we had like guests on our freaking holiday special show. You know, just like there's so many things that I'm just like, oh, I'm very proud of how that turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not it's something like, I don't know if Brent's going to sit down and watch an 18 hour holiday special with 80 <laughs> guests on it. I might. Like, I'm. <laughs> We also did. Here's actually this. Actually, I think is maybe the thing I'm the most proud of. Here's the answer. Yeah, we do a fundraiser every month for a different charity, and it sort of turned us into doing TV shows that got canceled very quickly. And we would do semi quasi uh, uh, budget. You know, you know how Josh Gad was doing those reunions of like the Lord of the yes. Rings and like yes. all, like the big stuff. We were like, no, no, no. Here are the shows that no one really watched. We'll do reunions of them. And we did one for Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, the Aaron Sorkin show. (laughs) And we had like 60 people involved with the show on. And I think that is the thing I'm the most proud of because I I like to think that I'm like the number one Studio 60 fan uh, in the world. So it was one of those things where I was like, oh, this is rad. This is my favorite thing I've ever done. That's so amazing. Uh, Yeah. That's great. You Can were really pulling for it to beat 30 Rock, huh? <laughs> I was trying. I was trying. Truly, it, I was so anti 30 Rock when 30 Rock came out. Like, no, it's Studio 60. Of course that's going to be the one that wins. They walk and they talk. It's smart. It's so smart. Matthew Perry keeps talking about Strindberg. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a question about when you are booking for the George Lucas talk show, yeah. when you reach out to people, are you are you reaching out to people who you assume are not familiar with it? And if so, how do you explain it to someone who you're not you're if you're not sure that they know what it is? Truly, you're asking such a good question. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, most of the time it's people who are not familiar with it. Uh, a lot of the times it's like friends or friends adjacent who like we assume mm-hmm. You know, if I drop the right name or send the right link, right. like if you see that, you know, Darcy was on and you're someone who knows Darcy, like you'll watch that and get through. The way I explained it, let me try to pull up. I'm going to pull up an email. Oh, I would love see, to love oh, to yeah. see behind this curtain. Yeah. Here's, here's how we uh, let me pull one up. Hang on. Um, bing, 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 bing. Uh, while okay. you pull that up, 1BBBR in the chat says, I had to watch that one on YouTube, but Studio 60 was a fave of mine when it was on. It's when I knew GLTS was up my alley. So you were doing that for 1BBBR. <laughs> you just didn't know it. Honestly, yeah, that's fine with me. If I did it for one person, that's all that matters. <laughs> I think, um, okay. yeah, please. Here's, go ahead. An, here's an email that I sent. Uh, Hope all's well. I run the George Lucas talk show, parentheses. Collider just called us a bit of sunlight streaming into our lives with a, with a hyperlink to a Collider article. Okay, okay. Uh, Connor Ratliff, Mrs. Maisel, Dead Eyes podcast hosts the show as George with Griffin Newman, the Tick Blank Check podcast as a sidekick, and they interview real guests. We've been doing the show for six plus years until recently at UCBNY and have had guests like, here we go, Garrett Ready, guys, Whoopi Goldberg, John Hamm, Kevin Smith, Leah Thompson, Haley Joel Osment, Ira Glass, and Amy Mann, most of whom aren't Star Wars fans. 
We've done some fundraisers and have raised uh, $195 for various charities and organizations so far. We're doing traditional talk show format shows again, not fundraisers every week. And we'd love to have Joe come on for one if he's interested. I can send over some available dates. I'm not going to tell you who Joe was, but you can. Oh, is it Joe Rogan? It's got to be Joe Rogan. It was Rogan. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, it was mostly just like overload them with links that they can click and see that is a legitimate thing. and that was kind of the that was kind of the go to. Those know. guests are so high profile. Like yeah. when we ask people to do our show, it is usually improv people who are on yeah. Herald Night. You know, yeah, but, that's, but that's also great. Like that's yeah. a good way to do it. You know what I mean? Like because those people uh, will explode later on, and mm-hmm. and you can say that you had them on. Like it's it's a it's a honestly it's a great way to book guests is go through yeah. the UCB roster and just like find people who are involved. Yeah, we had we had Nick Weiger come on, of course. That was very yep. kind of him. He's, and even I've heard he is something of a heat seeker. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We didn't ask. <laughs> no, I know it's true. <laughs> uh, we talked about those Zaps chips, the New Orleans brand. Yeah. We talked yeah. about the hot ones, the red eye chips, I think yeah. they're called. They I did. Good. I did buy them after I listened to you guys talk to him about it, and they're good chips, guys. They're pretty. They good are. Chips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He was very generous with his time to do that. Um, I would say that's probably our most high-profile guest so one. far. Yeah. Um, here's my here's my advice. You just gotta ask people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the worst they do is say no, and, or mm-hmm. they don't respond, and then you just move on with your life, and it's not that big a deal. Like so, I, if I told you how many gosh darn emails i sent during this pandemic can like uh, against how many people said yes yeah it would would blow your dang mind like (laughs) since so many emails uh and people just you know some people don't do it and that's totally fine okay let me ask this on specifics about emailing um do you ever if you don't hear back or even get a no do you ask again and how long do you wait if I, it depends on the person. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that I will email, and I'm not going to name names. There's a lot of people that I email where I'm like, yeah, I'd love to have you on, but I don't really care if you come on. Like, it would be nice if you came <laughs> yeah. on, but it, it doesn't really matter. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. this, this is, you know, this is going to be interesting because I believe this episode is going to go in the main feed. Uh, so this <laughs> is, this is really. So Joe Rogan's going to hear it. Yeah. Right? I hope so. I hope so. Um, hey, we Joe, do all right. You're a bad guy, Joe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, yeah. Listen, if someone says no, it's rare that I follow up. Fair. If, if someone says no through a rep, and I know that they probably did not get the ask and that the rep just said no, it might be a different story. Okay. If I end up having a direct connection with somebody um, versus instead of going back to the rep. But if I don't hear back, sometimes I'll wait like two or three months. And that's usually my follow up time. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So stop bothering that. people, Nick. Um. <laughs> but I think I'm in the minority there. I think a lot of people would go back the next week or two weeks. It also depends if I wanted someone to be on the show in two weeks or if I just was sending a general. Mm-hmm. If it was like, I need a lady on the show in two weeks. I want this person because they're a good combo with this person. Yeah. Let me go back to them because I've 
given them a date and I just want to make sure that they actually saw the email and it didn't just slip through the cracks versus like, would love to have you come on sometime. I'll send over dates. That's like a, I can follow up in a few months and it's fine. That's, that's another question. I, I, more just a curiosity. It seems so um, out of our league at this point that not only are you booking all these famous people, you're booking them at the same time as each other. Nick, uh, act like you've been there before. Act like you've been there. <laughs> yeah, act like and you've we been do that all before. the time, and, and it rolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what is that, that experience like? And are you pairing people that know each other? Or like uh, Zach Cherry and uh, Rich Summer, have they ever interacted before? No. 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 Here, um, I personally like booking weirdos on with each other who don't know each other. Like we did a show, I think it was our, I want to say it was like our fifth, fourth or fifth anniversary show. And the lineup was Z-Way, whose show premiered last night on Showtime and everyone should watch it. It's great. Amazing. Z-Way, B.B. Newworth, and Derek Delgadio, the guy from In and of Itself, the like magic storytelling oh, show. Wow, that is a combo. <laughs> it was the weirdest. It was the weirdest group of people, but it worked so well because these people would have no reason to ever be in the same room as each other, and yeah. I like that. I don't. I think it's boring if it's like. Sometimes it's fun if it's people who have worked together or whatever. But if it's people in the same world, it's a little boring to me. I'm like. No, give me Doris Kearns Goodwin, the Lincoln biographer, and let's put her with <laughs> Tim Heidecker. You know what I mean? Like, that's so much more exciting to me. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't pay off. Sometimes it does pay off, and sometimes it's, uh, uh, you know, just uh, not the right combo. Yeah, and tell us when it didn't pay off. What was your worst combo? <laughs> well, <laughs> and who's your worst guest, and also who's your least favorite guest? <laughs> I'll say this. I think, and this is not me patting myself on the back, I think our hit-to-miss ratio on guests is pretty good. Yeah. I think we've only had a very small handful, and I think it's fairly well-known between people who watch the show, uh, who the people, you know, some people just don't click, because it's weird, it's weird that Mm -hmm. if you're not an improviser or an actor with a comedy background, to come on and some guys like, yeah, I own slaves, I live on Tatooine. Like, how do you (laughs) interact with that? Like, it's, it's very difficult. And with a lot of our reunion shows, some of the people we would have on are in their 70s or in their 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, they're older people who don't necessarily have this background. We had we did a show where we only talked to people who were in the Air Buddies movies. <laughs> okay. Not even Air Bud. This is a spinoff of the Air Bud movies. The ones with the puppies. This is, yes, these are the talking puppies. This is Air Buddies, Space Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies. Santa buddies, uh, and there's like two more. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> and we had like a dog trainer on, like a woman who was a trainer on these movies, who has no performing experience, <laughs> no comedy experience, but she held her own. Like she was funny, That's and great. like just, That's great. And those are the people you're looking for, which is insane because it's yeah. normally like blind emailing people being like, I don't know, this lady's on IMDb. I'll just email her. It's, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just hoping it'll pay off. And it usually does. And like we had um, we had Julian Glover on, who's 86. He was wow. General Veers in Empire Strikes Back. And he's like the bad guy in Indiana Jones and the Last and Crusade. Like Pycelle on Game of Thrones. On Game Amazing of Thrones. actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude works a ton instantly clicked in with Watto. 
Like, just, <laughs> was like, was just like, and would be like, well, Mr. Lucas, you weren't on set too much during uh, Last Crusade. I did get to meet you at the rap party. If you remember, we actually talked about this. Just like, instantly That's got amazing. It. <laughs> That's so it's really truly, cool. it's such a crapshoot knowing who's going to click and who does not. Uh, <laughs> and and we've lucked out. We've lucked out big time, I think. That is yeah. such a that is such a cool get. You've named so many amazing people, okay. but that that's going to be in a few years a really special person oh, to have hot on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you are you implying that after he dies it'll be better? Is a little bit. <laughs> Look, he's old. He's in great shape, I know that, but he's doing great. He's doing great. His memory Oh, he's there, shredded. But, but he is 86. He is 86. I believe his first words, Watto came on a few seconds into his interview, so he was not there right at the beginning. And I think he said, oh, there's a man with a nose here now. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's pretty oh. great. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Patrick, uh, I said it, it's been established on the stream that maybe we don't do this, but I'm going to break the rule. Do you know your Zodiac sign? <laughs> Uh, I'm an Aquarius. Okay. That, okay. That's okay. the zodiac sign, right? That's correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm an Aquarius, but I'm also, I mean, listen, you're getting good info right here. I'm right on the cusp because I'm January 20th and some days they say Aquarius starts on the 20th, but some days they say it starts on the 21st or something like that. Okay. Wow. Okay. Very, it's one of those things I've always said at Aquarius. I don't know what it means. It means nothing to me personally, right. but I, my go-to answer is Aquarius. Okay. We love yeah. it because yeah. th- th- we also do a show on our Patreon called Stario Chart, where we loosely mix uh, video games and astrology. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we're always curious. Uh, yeah. It's it started when Nick Nick is a frequent Call of Duty player. It's true. And as a joke, um, I started asking everybody astrological uh, questions yeah. uh, to take away from Call of Duty, um, yeah. and now it's stuck. Um, that's how you get big guests. You should put that in the email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Astario chart's going to be huge. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's already also, really taking off. I also just got Stario chart. I got the first one. <laughs> Stario made sense, but chart was what was throwing me off. I was like, thinking of every Mario game being like, <laughs> Uh, no, Brent, I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, mm. for those not in the know on Stario Chart, our Patreon exclusive, you can uh, pay $5, Patreon slash Reactivators, just one payment, and you can get all this content for free. Um, on Stario Chart, Brent always comes in with uh, the star sign of a famous character from a video game. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, are there any Star Wars characters with star charts? See, well, you'd have to find one born on Earth because I don't think we've developed horoscopes or to, to map the stars in the galaxies far, far away. Um, okay. But I'm sure I could rustle something up if you gave me a little time. I, I don't know if we're going to find any Earth-born heroes, though. I've heard space pirates tell of <laughs> angels. Uh, but uh, that's all I know. <laughs> Patrick probably knows more about this than than we do, though. Yeah, well, you know, uh, <laughs> Fortuna's a freaking Virgo. <laughs> oh, nice. Same, Dude. same. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like Han Solo was born in the year 32 BBY on Corellia. Yeah. So, you know, you give me enough time, I could probably figure something out. 
Brent's so pretty BBY, clever. Here's the crazy thing about Star Wars dates. Let me explain this to you guys. Yeah, I, mean, I would love to know. know. What, you guys know what BBY means? No. No idea. Okay. Is it? BBY, it's a brother of BB-8. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the later model. No. BBY <laughs> is before the Battle of Yavin, which is oh. blow up the first Death Star. But I don't understand what they were basing their time off of before that. Yeah. <laughs> because that seems to be like the standardized... Uh, they, they've changed... <laughs> God, this is the word. I'm, I hate myself <laughs> in this conversation. They tried to like change the year... Uh, like the, the... I don't even know what you call it. Like the way you measure time in the universe. Mm-hmm. And everyone, all the fans online like revolted. And they were like, we've all learned what BBY is. Now we don't want to learn when you're changing it to like ADA, which means like after the, you know, whatever it was. Uh, but they tried to change oh. it. And it was but it's just like, it, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I'm going to guess ADA. I'm looking at something after, right now. Yeah. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Is it get, after make your destruction of Elderon? Wow. I'm going to be honest with you. I just said three random letters, but man, that, oh, would, okay. make, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm I'm looking at now um, I'm looking at some things about the years in the Star Wars yeah. universe and I don't see an ADA. There's 32 BBY like yeah. like you just mentioned. There's the there's LY which is the Lothal calendar. I and think then that, I think that is what they tried to change it to. If I there's remember. the Imperial calendar and then there's the CRC calendar. And the CRC calendar. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But there's, yeah, there's like four different calendars in this universe. And yeah, it looks like one of them is based on the the Death Star. One of them, the formation of the Empire. And then whatever the Lothal and the CRC calendars are. I was, I had an instinctive negative reaction to the Battle of Yavin initially because it's like, how big a thing is that in the world of Star Wars? But then with these other ones... I like them even less. Who's Here's what I, I found. I found what the thing that they were complaining about was. Okay. So apparently in, it must've been one of the books that came out. One of like the visual dictionary guide things that came out. They tried to change it to BSI and ASI, which is before the star killer incident or after the star. No, no way i don't even hate those movies and i really dislike that (laughs) yes i i i agree i i mostly like those movies and uh i don't like it either what is the star killer incident sorry we don't know it's when it's when the big planet blows up all the other planets but here is something here's an answer here's an answer to it they asked one of the Lucasfilm story group guys on Twitter, and he says, no, the visual guides tend to use a dating system that's specific to the era of the guide. So oh, maybe this was not maybe this was not as big a deal as I thought it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys, that's from The Force Awakens, the most okay. uh, the first of the okay. Disney ones. Um, okay. And I I assume the fan reaction in there like i just instinctively had was oh this is disney trying to rewrite it and take a little more away from lucas and blah 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 you can you can debate that to death because uh as you guys have pointed out on the george lucas talk show before um everybody hated lucas until disney got it (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot Um, of it's a lot of uh people who like to argue about things that's this is this sums up the internet a lot of people who like to argue about things 
and also people who don't realize that when you grow up, you don't necessarily have to like the things that you liked when you were a kid. Yes. And that can be scary and that can be sad for you, but maybe it's time to move on because not everything is made for you. Hey. Yeah, that's how I feel about baseball now. Great. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty well-reasoned take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The problem is really, it's not even just Star Wars fans. It's people on the internet in general, I yeah. think. Every every opinion lives and dies on an extreme. They, mm-hmm. If it's not the best, it's the worst. And yeah. yeah if you're not Hitler, you're Malala. There's no in-between. <laughs> oh, and I yeah. never want to be Malala. <laughs> well said. Well said. Um, yes. Well... Looks like you're going to have to do a star chart for these. <laughs> I'm going to have to. A little birth chart. Yeah, we'll, we'll have somebody on who also likes Star Wars, I suppose. Yeah. At that point. It'll happen one of these days. One of these days. We did, we did almost shame Nick one time for talking about Star Wars, but technically it is star stuff. So. <laughs> sure. I am a really big Mando fan. <laughs> Uh, who's Mando? <laughs> Look at these jocks, Patrick. You know that you hang out with these guys? What? We do push-ups and we like to do star stuff. <laughs> you know who Lando is? Yes. Yeah, he's kind of like that. Yeah, he's okay. like, it's like his friend. He's more of a man. <laughs> uh, Mando is the nickname for the Mandalorian. Oh. Of the titular Mandalorian. Okay, okay. so this is a, a lingo thing. All right. Where's my horribly ugly baby Yoda plushie I bought oh, recently? Patrick, you have to see this thing. It is butt ugly. I cannot um, wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, while he finds that, Tyler, I, I'm sending you a list. So famously, famously on Stario Chart, we use a ScreenRant.com list of which, which like, Nintendo character are you based on your ast- astrological sure. sign? And I just found that they they have the exact same article, but for Star Wars characters. So as an Aquarius, in case you were wondering, you're freaking Yoda. That's a pretty <gasps> good one. <laughs> oh hell yeah, guys! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Yoda, you are. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, Nick. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. I've been practicing. Wait, who- Wait, who was that that you were just doing? <laughs> uh, that was this creature. Oh, no. Oh, is wow. Is it a Lego? Is it a Lego? He is the plushy version of the Lego <laughs> model of Baby Yoda. <laughs> and like I got him. Run a, it's like when you run something through a translator and then into another language and then into another <laughs> language. Oh, I um, love that. Do you know what I want them to do is make a Lego version of that plushy version. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd buy it. I got it in a Mega Bloks version of that plushy <laughs> of the Lego. I got it at clearance sale at Target because oh. no one wanted them. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to look for it on eBay right now because I desperately <laughs> want one. <laughs> you could get it for less than you purchased this game for. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, well... Patrick, it has been an amazing time having you, but we should probably start to wrap up this stream. Uh, I would love to do a round of plugs and start with you. Is there anything that you'd like to plug today? 
Yeah, I'd like to plug um, the cheapest Mandalorian uh, Lego child plush on eBay, which is twelve ninety five plus five ninety five shipping. Oh my gosh, that is far terrible. Too, far too expensive for me to buy. So oh, never did you look? Did you look up the child? It had that branding. Mm, I didn't. Let's hang on. Okay, I'd like to plug the cheapest Mandalorian Lego plush child. Which is eleven seventy five plus three dollars <laughs> shipping. Wow, not much better. No. Much better. Um, I let's see. I'd like to plug obviously the George Lucas talk show. All the episodes you can find on YouTube. I recommend uh, uh, searching for a guest that you like and just popping in and watching that episode. And I think if you give it a shot, know that you might not understand every joke at first, but you will probably figure it out sooner or later. Uh, you'll find one that you like. Um, you. You can follow me on Twitter at Patrick Cotner, P A T R I C K C O T N O I R. I'm currently trying better followers than the canceled NBC show Sean Saves the World, mm-hmm. starring Sean Hayes. Um, so if you want to help out there, I would appreciate it. Uh, uh, how close are we? We're a couple hundred. I just okay. beat, I just beat 1600 pen, which was my last goalpost <laughs> to get past, and then we moved on to Sean Saves the World. Okay. All right. We'll give you one right now. Yeah, there's one for you. (laughs) Uh, I got to start gamifying getting followers because I cannot crack 250. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, How about you, uh, Tyler? Anything to plug? Oh, you know, schnup69 on Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, snap, 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 snap. uh, yeah, follow me there. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon. This will be on the main feed. So it's $5 once, and then uh, you just get everything for a while. We'll have some merch eventually pretty soon. I got some stuff in the works. I keep saying that, but it really is. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for me. Awesome. How about you, Brent? Uh, Brent Flyberg on Twitter, uh, Reactivators Patreon, listen to Stereo Chart, and if you like The Sopranos, listen to Pod Yourself a Gun on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm at Nick underscore Costanza on Twitter. And yeah, um, we have some new uh, viewers in the stream, it looks like. Um, please check out the Reactivators podcast if you're interested. It's a podcast where we uh, bring guests on to talk about one of their favorite video games and then do improv set in the world of the game. But we also do fun stuff like this, and this stream happens uh, every week at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. Um, so thank you. And uh, Patrick Codner, thanks again for joining us. This was just a delightful hour. Thank really you, guys. Thank you yeah, so much for having me. Yeah. Um, But on that note, we'll call it on the stream. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.